Hello, everyone. Welcome. I'm so excited to be back with the new chat show. This one's called Does It Resonate With You? Where we are going to throw out a lot of things on a lot of subjects and you can take what works for you and leave the rest. I'm your host, Angie, and this is my co-host, John. Say hello, hello John. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to just start, get right into it. You know, uh, Friday the 13th is kind of a juicy topic. Um, so just a little background here for moving forward. We will be picking new topics every week. There is a few places where you'll be able to see them listed. One in the Lasting Serenity Insider Group. Also on the Lasting Serenity page. You'll probably also be able to see them on John's page, Tarot. Yep, I'll post them too. Um, so if you have any questions or anything, feel free to go in and ask questions on there. Ask questions on the YouTube channel. Please, while you're at it, go over and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, if you're seeing it on YouTube, it's we'll put up we'll put up the link. We'll put up uh, I'll put up the link to the YouTube channel or the what is that the at address? You know, like yeah, the channel address, right? The channel address. It's like at Angie five nine zero seven or something like that. So, but I'll put that up before we're finished. Anyway, hello, John. It's great to see you. I'm <laughs> Hi, so Angie. excited. Yeah, tell us cool. just a little tiny snippet about yourself, and then I'll tell a little bit about myself like one minute and then we'll move on to the exciting subject of Friday the 13th. All right. So let's see, let me just tell how, how I kind of got into this whole world. Um, about maybe five years ago, started getting interested in uh, tarot and um, I took a class on uh, one, one of Hay House's class with Radley Valentine and Angie was also in that class. And so there's like, I don't know, maybe four or five of us that all kind of gravitated together and just started hanging out on online and, and, and doing stuff together. So, yeah, I got my roots in tarot, Angie, you know, much longer, of course, and um, deeper roots in a lot of this cool stuff, but uh, just really thrilled to, to be part of this. Me too. Oh, I'm so excited. So, uh, you know, some of you that are watching will probably have, have seen me before, you know, on my old talk show with Michael Meyer, who I miss a lot. He's doing well. Um, I call myself an energy master these days. I don't focus on any particular energy, not Reiki or, you know, nothing in particular, but I embrace it all. I want to know all about it. So goddess energy, the energy of joy, the energy of Reiki, the energy of AK, like how does it all fit together? And how can we use it to make our lives here on earth on this planet better? So that's what I'm all about. Anyway, so why don't we just go ahead and get started? Friday sure. the 13th. What? Tell us about the number 13. Let's start there. Okay. So I did a little research and there's kind of two theories of, of how, how uh, 13 became known as the, as the unlucky number. Um, the first one is that... Um, the the biblical number of 12 happens all the time in the bible 12 tribes 12 disciples there's a number of other 12s in the bible and um the the understanding was anything beyond that is suspect and so over time 13 became became known as an unlucky number because it was one beyond this uh, holy number of of 12 the other theory uh this one's a little bit uh wonkier is that when people in the Middle Ages, uneducated, they could count, they could count to 10, right? Got your 10 fingers, and they counted each feet, each foot. So you had 10 fingers and two, two feet. You've got uh, 12 there. Anything beyond that was unknown, right? They couldn't count that high. It wasn't, it just wasn't, wasn't anything you needed to get to. So that, that number one beyond 12 was suspect and therefore became unlucky. Hmm. So, I, I think I asked this before when we were, you know, getting ready. They didn't think about their toes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's 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 where it gets like, well, may, maybe toes were just too hard to count, or, or maybe I mean, maybe they they smelled bad, and you just had to like, you know, <laughs> we're not going down there. We're just going to count them from up here. <laughs> Interesting. So I I didn't actually take the time to look up, but I mean, if you look at the number thirteen itself, it's also 
breaks down to a four, right? I think four is a pretty auspicious number in numerology, is it not? Yeah, I mean, it it's is. all over the angel numbers, you know. Oh, four, absolutely. Four, 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 like... four. That's that's a big one. Yeah. So tell tell uh, tell everyone what you said about numerology and thirteen. It it really depends on. It depends on the month and the year, right? Like right. for a particular Friday the thirteenth to have any kind of numerology numerological meaning you have to also add the numbers from the month and the numbers from the year. So that is going to change what that particular day means in the numerology world, I think significantly. Like you know, like 113 2023. So what is that? 2 4 7 8 9 10. So that's a 1. That's but a 1, yep. If it was if it was in, you know, February, then it would be a 2. Like right. so it would be a completely you know, and many people believe that you break, you, you take the numbers and you, you, what is, what do you call that in math where you, you know, you grind um, them down, right? Like right. Uh, whatever that is. I can't think of yeah. that word, but. Right. You're um, trying to pull us out of fifth grade here. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, but I mean, that's what you do, right? Like when you, when you're looking up. Reduce. That's it. Reduce. When you, when you're looking up the number, your life path number, let's say you take your birthday, your month. And your year, and you reduce that down to a single, or maybe in some cases, a you know, a two-digit number. Right. In the case of what is it like eleven? I think eleven. Yeah, that's one of the keepers, and there's a couple other keepers. I want to say thirteen might actually be a keeper, I, but I'm not positive. Yeah, I think so. I'm not positive. So I I think that I read something that a numerologist wrote, and she was basically basically like, I think Friday the thirteenth might be unlucky for some people, and really lucky for other people and for some for a whole lot of people it it's nothing you know nothing in the middle so i mean i don't know about you but i grew up thinking or believing that friday the 13th was a very lucky day because that's what <laughs> i was taught um and it only comes twice a year or three times a year yeah you know? two or three like, times a year and for me it, our our family was very very cerebral so big thinkers phds they just gave no um no thought to anything, whether it was luck or unluck. There were no superstitions. Our, our Everything was very logical and rational. So 13 was used in math. That's it. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. That makes sense. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I, I know that um, if, I, if I look around and I think about it, the lore out there, you know, like my friends, they, they all had a thing about 13, you know, and I remember being fascinated when I found out that um tall buildings didn't have a 13th floor right and i was like well of course they do they're just calling it 14. like that's me right that's right, the right. truth teller that yeah says, exactly you can call it whatever you want <laughs> but but it's the you 13th know floor. here let's take a little diversion real quick in in china and taiwan the number four has the same sound as the word for death and in hospitals there is no hospital that has a fourth floor it goes right from three to five nobody wants to be on the death floor well that's interesting yeah so they I have mean, a, a big aversion for that particular number wow i mean re seriously yeah. like yeah totally <laughs> yep and i've actually i've seen it firsthand i used to li i lived there for a few years and you, you even some like um office buildings will have no fourth floor huh well so isn't it i mean isn't that interesting you know it's all about perspective right or yeah. perception you know like yep. what you believe I used to always look forward to Friday the 13th because I always believed that something good was going to happen. And generally, <laughs> something did. You know, maybe I'd win $20 on a lottery ticket or... That's that's intention or, and attention. Right? 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 You put your intention out there, you pay attention to something, and that's that's the key to manifestation. That's exactly right. Oh, for heaven's sake, stop. Oh, my gosh. Well, I was going to try to answer a comment uh, on my phone, but, you know, of course, naturally it starts playing. And <laughs> so uh, we, we actually, we have, a, we have someone in the, in one of the, on one of the feeds that said she thought the same thing. She's a friend, Joanna. Yep. Hi, Joanna. Hi, Joanna. Nice to see you. Thanks um, for coming. And, and so she's of a similar mind. Like the, the day is what you, probably the day is what you make of it, right? Yeah. That's the way I see it. Now, for me, some of the most fascinating part of it, like as an energy master, is the idea that 
before the patriarchy, um, Friday the 13th was considered the day of the goddess. And I'm in a, I am here to tell you, based on my experience, that that goddess energy is present always so cool. on Friday the 13th. That is you really know, The cool. divine feminine, feminine wisdom, you know, like female power. Um, so energetically speaking, you know, and, and, and no offense, okay, no offense, but leave it to a man to be the one to call <laughs> Friday the 13th you know, an unlucky I'm, day I'm and, and, and how, how easy we are or how easy, not, that's not quite the right word, but how quick we are as humans to accept the fear consciousness around something. Right. 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 Well, when, how did the 13th, how did Friday the 13th, how did you learn about it? It's because some kid in school told you, Oh, Friday the 13th, it's unlucky. And suddenly now it is right. Before that, it was just another day that some right. kid at school tells you, and now, now you, now everyone, you know, believes it. So right. Well, although I mean, all the way back to 1487, that is really kind of when Friday the 13th seems to have uh, started being considered an unlucky day. Uh, you know that that's got roots in the witch hunts and and, and the witch trials and everything. So. Before we move on to that, I think, you know, we, I, I'd like to give another minute to the to the divine feminine and female power. And I'm just here to tell you, ladies, that the matriarchy is coming back and I'm going to leave it at that. But the patriarchy is crumbling. And all, that's all I'm saying. I, and, and that's it. That's that's as uh, what do you call what is the word? Succinct. Yeah, no, it's a it says. It says, I don't know, dangerous. It, it, right. That is right. It's to honor the cycles of creation, death, and rebirth. So actually, there are 13 cycles in a year of the moon. A woman has 13 cycles in a year. Um, and it does represent birth, creation, death, rebirth. Um, so, I mean, it's creation and fertility. So 13, you know, but again, it, you know, it is what you make of it. Right. So if right. you believe yep. it's an unlucky day, it is going to be an unlucky day. You know, that there is, there is so much of the power of thought that is, that is wrapped around the idea of Friday the 13th. I mean, I'm telling you for me, I believe it's a lucky day. And look at that. I'm looking at my Oh, well, that's not good. One computer says 313, one says 14, 314. <laughs> mm. um, anyway, <laughs> that that shouldn't really be like that, I don't think. Right. I was just looking for my uh, divine feminine tarot card here. Oops, you can't see it. Oh, um, dear. High, high Priestess. So that's the, the second card in the Major Arcana, or third, actually, concluding the zero. The High Priestess is the divine feminine card. Hi, Wendy. We have some guests in, in um, somewhere on the Facebook page or maybe on you. Oh, no, it looks like I can tell they're all coming from Facebook. So anybody who's listening on a podcast, we also broadcast on YouTube in a Facebook group and on a Facebook page. So if you ever wanted to see us or even maybe join us, you know, look us up that way and, you know. But we wanted you to have access to our conversations. So Absolutely. we wanted to make sure we posted it everywhere you could possibly get it. So, wow. Like, so what, do you have any rituals or anything you do in particular on Friday the 13th? You know, do you like, do you, do you watch behind you or watch, look for your shadows? Or do you know anybody that does anything like that? No, but I, I like to do uh, a special tarot reading on, on the 13th. It just feels like, hey, if we're going to talk about luck and um, energy and you know, um, you know, manifestation, let's 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 do one extra. Uh, curiously, I did a I did a, a I usually do a one car pull. Today I did two, and I got the tower. So if you want to, if you want a nice unlucky card from the deck, <laughs> really? Yes, the the tower came out for me, and I'm so that's what's got me looking at looking. You know, looking over your shoulder, looking over my shoulder all day long. I'm like, okay, 
you know, tower usually means something crazy is going to happen. And um, what are we at here? Pretty close to the end of the day. Uh, so far, so good. <laughs> I guess you shouldn't say anything. I don't know. You know, I think that's another one of those things. So, I, I mean, you know that while I'm an experienced reader, I'm not an experienced tarot reader. Like, I don't really have in my mind the framework of tarot. So, right. when you're, you're say, more intuitive, which is, you know, that's almost better in some ways. Yeah, it could be. I mean, I believe in the framework of tarot and I believe that it applies if you understand it, right? Like, if you have that in your filter then it applies. But when you say the tower, I think, oh, good. I can climb to the top. Like it, <laughs> it holds no connotation for me. Yeah. It's, it's a dark card. If you, if, if you were, you know, brought up learning the very traditional tarot, but well, you know, like Radley in Radley's decks, um, he even renames the tower. I'm trying to see yeah, if I, I have one of does, his decks here. And, and we have a comment that says, for me, there are no unlucky cards, yeah. which I, I mean, I, I do believe that. I, you know, I mean, everybody has things that happen in their lives that could be considered um, unlucky, you know, yeah. or, or or not so auspicious. But I, I think a lot of a lot of a lot of our issue with those kind of things is our reaction to it, right? Like, right. Yeah. You know, the the further along I get in 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 tarot and divination, <clears throat> um, you're you're basically given a heads up, right? If you get a reading that's, you know, I guess warning signs of change, right? Change is coming. That's a heads up. It's not a, um, it's not a death sentence. It's not a like, um, it's not written in stone. It's a heads up. Just, just wanted to let you know, you can take this information and make a change if you need to, or you can just know, hey, if something happens. Well, and here's this. Isn't it a really human thing to think that change is a bad thing? <laughs> right? Well, in my last day job, it was. Oh, okay. Well, and any anytime there was an announcement, a company announcement, like, uh-oh, things are going to get worse. And then when you got out of that job, <laughs> if when you made the change to get out of that job, that was a very good change now, wasn't it? You're right. You're absolutely <laughs> right. You're absolutely right about that. Something yep. has to go in order to come in. That's a, a comment in the yep. a comment from the crowd. Right. It's like a Facebook comment. I think I can tell Facebook and YouTube. Um, the difference. I get different icons. Anyway, um, yeah. So I mean, it really is all about pers perspective and perception. Yep. You know, I, I think you know. I've heard people say things like, "Oh, I don't want to get a reading because what if I what if what if they tell me something bad?" Well, you can have a reading with me because I'm never going to tell you something bad. Like I yeah. just don't go looking for that. I don't look for that energy. I don't try to access that energy. And I believe that the energy that's out there in front of us is all good and positive until we allow our ego to get in the way and muck it up. <laughs> that's right. So, I mean, you know, and, and I think that's a big, that that's a big part of what happens on Friday the 13th, right? So I thought since you, you were looking for a card, I would go ahead and pull one. I've got okay. here... The Oracle of the Seven Energies. Is it the exact one? deck right here as well. I love this deck. It's I do too. by Colette Baron Reed, the Oracle of the Seven Energies. So let's just see what the energy for this. Ooh. So we got uh, no, wait. I was gonna say I need glasses. For a second, I thought it was the number 13 card, but it's not. It's number 15. And the card is a powerful move. Cool. So, I mean, and, and this looks pretty global if you look at the picture with the, with the queen on the top. And look at that, the queen on the top of the world, right? The queen. The, it's like the, a little right? chess is piece, isn't it? Yep. It looks like the queen to me, although yep. I suppose it could. No, that's the queen. That's the queen. Queen on top of the world there on Friday the 13th, the day of the goddess, right? Like how perfect is that? That's perfect. So here's what I'm going to tell you that today is the day to make some kind of a powerful move. Is it a big powerful move? Is it a small powerful move? It doesn't matter. It just is what it is. What do you need to do to move yourself to the next space, to move yourself forward? Make a bold, powerful move. 
and you are assured that they're looking out for you and that Friday the 13th is going to be a lucky day for you. That's what sure. I'm here to tell you. I just pulled out Colette Baron Reed's uh, guidebook for that card. So the key concepts there are um, action, movement with purpose, putting into motion your intentions, making, oh, this is good, making choices from an empowered and thoughtful place, and then positive change. So, yes, your divine feminine and your movement with purpose. Yeah, that's all right. Does that resonate with you? That resonates with me. It absolutely resonates <laughs> with me, right? I think, I mean, I would I would hope that it resonates with most people. Yeah. Right? I mean, if you look at, like, if you just kind of take a moment and, and look at my sort of motto for my work, visualize, align, surrender, right? Visualize, picture what you want, align, take a powerful step, take a powerful move, um, and then surrender to the outcome. In other words, don't be attached to a particular outcome. Right. I yes, think I that, think that's ooh, gives me yeah, the chills. That that right there, I think, is one of the um I'll I'll say that's one of the key concepts for life where you put your intention out there and then you let go of the result. You let the universe get bring you the result. Don't be stuck on how that's gonna happen. You're not gonna be stuck on your exact picture of what you want to happen. You put the intention out there and then you let go. Right. Because the outcome could be better than you could ever possibly imagine. Exactly. Right. right. It could or, be better than you could possibly imagine. Or it may be a little zig and a little zag and a little zig. And then, right. Could be. Yep. It could be. And, and if you spend all your time focused on one particular outcome, then you miss the things that, that go by. Right. Mm -hmm. Like you miss things. So see, this or something better. Yep. We're going to have to have Joanna on as a guest next I time. I know. Or we one have our first raving fan. <laughs> yeah. So, um, wow. Yeah. Interesting too. Now, now we'll, you know, we can move on a little bit and, and go to the idea of, um, Heinrich Kramer. Oh yeah who wrote that book, who so, really... What's the tie-in to 13? Remind me what the tie-in was. Wasn't oh, that the divine feminine? Or well, the feminine energy? He decided that was the day. I, I'm not really sure. Okay. I'm not I'm not really sure. Um, well, let's just... You know, I mean, there, there's so much. There's, there's so much, so much, um, so much information on Friday the 13th that it's just unbelievable. Yep. So, so let's, let, let me take the Heimrich Kramer guy. So um, what we found is he's a German church inquisitor and he's, he's going after, um, he, he's got this book that he's written called Malleus Maleficarum which translates into hammer the witches hammer the witches yes hammer the witches so this guy's got a little bee in his bonnet over uh over witch, over witches and he was part of that horrible um uh witch you know time period where they were were uh, uh burning witches and i i think he's got a a bee in his bonnet over women in general and women in power, powerful feminine leaders. I think he had a problem with altogether. So, I mean, isn't it interesting, you know, that men founded those men founded those churches, right? The and whole, then all right. of a sudden, um, I, I, I did find a little bit of a, and I didn't read up on it. So please, you know, no letters. <laughs> Don't call me out on it. I didn't read into it too far. Uh, but I did find that there was a couple of little references to, I feel like what he was getting at was he was not a fan of the sexual power that women had over him. <laughs> that just is what it is, right? Like right. 
So, so I, I do intend to look into that a little further and, 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 and see if I can kind of quantify what, what I'm thinking about that. But I mean, if you think about it, you know, I, I think men, if they didn't understand their own physiology could very easily think that a woman would have some kind of power over him that was really just a natural human physiological mm -hmm. response. Right. 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 So, you know, maybe he was hyper-focused on one of these woman, women, or or maybe he got caught cheating on his wife, and then he decided he needed to wipe <laughs> them all out. Who knows, you know? Um, and, now it's and personal. What's, <laughs> what's really interesting is that if you look at it, mostly the people who got burned at the stake or got even accused as being witches, whether... <laughs> And, and really, you were darned if you do or darned if you don't. Right. right? I know it was so. It was either so. Either way, you either way you died. Innocent, you died, or guilty, you died. It, you you know, however they did it with the sinking you in the water or you know whatever. But they were healers. Yes. Right. Herbs. They understood how to harness the power of the earth. That is no different from what I do. Do I call myself a witch? Not as a rule. Not right. because I have anything against it, but, you know, I just never thought about it. Right. Um, yep. But do I harness the power of the earth? Absolutely, I do. Do I use the energy that I can access for healing? Yes, I do. Yes. So would I call myself a healer? I would. So would I, knowing what I know now, back then have been in danger? Probably. Probably. Almost certainly. And me and my big mouth? They, they had me. I'd be up top there. <laughs> They'd be like, let's light her on fire <laughs> right now. <laughs> you're, you're first, Angie. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, this oh this book, gosh. the Malif uh, anyway, the, the Hammer the Witches book, that was the book that was used um as the classification of how of it, it was used for the whole doctrine of of uh, finding and then getting rid of witches. It was kind of from that book, everything else um, uh, followed. Wow. So, yeah, it's um, it suggests, tor it, it literally suggests ways to torture. I mean, and this is coming from the church. Well, you know, and, and again, I, I already put myself out there by saying the patriarchy is crumbling for today. Well, yeah. So I'm not going to go into a conversation about the church. Nope. But just kind of looking where things have come from. Holy cow. It's not. Oh, my goodness. What's going on here? We lo we lost you for a second there, Angie, but that's all right. There? Yep, I can't I hear you. Oh. I, I'm still here. Can you hear me I, now? I lost you too. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we're good. You know, we're I good. mean, this is the day and age of Wi-Fi and everything, right? So it, it is what <laughs> it is. Um, let's see if we got anything. So we have uh, we have Pam who said she always called Friday the 13th her lucky day. Um, I love this. Joanna says something has to go in order to come in. So that's what we're talking about, you know, with the card is just you know, moving things out of the way so that new things can come in. Oh, and, you know, as a shameful little plug, on January 22nd, you can find it on my Facebook page, Lasting Serenity, I have listed a train meditation, the famous train meditation, which is all about clearing things out and making space for moving new things in for 2023. So go over to the Facebook page and look that up and sign up and I'll be, I'd love to see you there. Okay. Cool. Shameless yep, no. plug is over. Feel free to give a shameless plug at this moment if you have one for yourself. I got one. I got one. So I've got my I got my tarot geek um uh Zoom party coming up on the 27th of this month. So January and how, how do how does a person find that? Uh so best way to do it is to go to um the Tarot Geek web or, sorry, the Tarot Geek Facebook page or you can go to tarotgeek.com and sign up there. Oh. There you go. Tarotgeek.com. Spelled yep. just exactly like you think. T-A-R-O-T-G-E-E-K.com. Um, there you go. And while you're at it, if you think about popping over to YouTube and subscribing to this channel, um, 
while, you know, the talk show is the main thing I'm going to be doing over there, I will be popping on there from time to time doing little breath meditations and, you know, energy sessions and things like that too. So, cool. you know, that's always a good, always a good thing to have uh, coming at you. So, I mean, every talk show has a commercial in the middle, right? <laughs> no, we're from our sponsors. By the way, we're the sponsors. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Wow. Hey, let me let me say something real quick about meditation, okay? Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm 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 right in the middle of writing a book, and I've talked to three different people that are psychic mediums, yourself included, Angie. And I my my one question, I have a bunch of questions. One of the questions I've asked everyone is what is what is our our best method for getting connected with the spiritual side? And without fail, without exception, every single person says meditation. So if you are not meditating, now is the time to start. I'm also I'm taking I don't know if I told you this, Angie. I'm taking a class with Suzanne Giesman. She's a, a, a medium also. And her class is called Evidential Mediumship. I don't intend to do that for a profession, but um, I like how I, I like how she how she works, how she talks. Um, she's very very gentle and also very um, very a very good instructor. And we had our class what the, uh, Wednesday, and her number one thing was to get you connected for your mediumship is what meditation. It's like well, with, without exception. Without exception. So, I mean, th- that just, you have to make the connection, right? So what is intuition? So, so I mean, we gave Friday the 13th a half an hour, so I think we can move on a little bit. <laughs> right. right, there we are. Let's go. Um, you know, I, I feel like an hour is a lot on any one particular subject. So I think probably moving forward, we will still do an hour, but maybe we'll have a couple of different, we'll have a couple yeah. of different subjects. So. Um, but what is intuition? What is psychic ability? What is intuition? What is empath, empath, empathy, empathy, you know, whatever it is connecting to and receiving and interpreting energy. What is the first thing in that sentence? Connecting, connecting, you have to connect to the energy. So whenever I work with somebody on expanding intuition or, you know, enhancing intuition or, or accessing intuition, that's always the first thing it's, you know, create that container Mm -hmm. from which to work. So that's part of the prayer of intention that, that this is the center of, of my work and and the center of what I teach a sacred container from which to work and then a state of neutral, right? So that your ego steps to the side because, because it's your ego, your mind that gets in the way of your intuition. Um, And where do you get to those things? through meditation. It's a short meditation, but it's, you know, and a prayer because prayer is in the form of, you know, Mm -hmm. prayer is what it is for whoever you are. Right. Um, and, and whether you have a relationship with, you know, an icon on the wall of a building to pray to, or you pray to the universe, or you pray to Buddha, or you pray to Ganesh, or, you know, to Archangel Michael, like mm-hmm. whoever, Angels, what, yeah. Archangel Sandalphon, like Archangel Sandalphon, he, he loves to carry your prayers to places, right? But that is still a meditation. So what I would love to see people do is, because what is the first thing someone says when you tell them to start meditating? I don't know how to quiet my mind. Right, right. They resist. You don't have yep. to quiet your mind. Yep. Go in and work with what's going on in your mind. Connect yep. with the energy of the room. Set an intention. Move yourself into a centered state. Connected to the earth, not connected to the earth. It depends on what works for you. And then let that stuff float around. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Moving on. Right. Right. Thank you for sharing. You know, you know what they tell on. the you know what they tell beginning meditators is like um, you envision your thoughts as leaf as a leaf floating down a river, and as you see it, you let it go. You don't interact with it. You don't try and stop it. You just let it flow down the river. Okay, it's gone. Thank you, leaf. Oh, there's another one. Thank you. And, and you, you know go. what that is? 
That is visualize, align, and surrender. Right on, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) That's, I mean, that's where it's all at, right? Um, We have another comment. I love that you said to do what works with you. You know, that is my whole, like, if, if I can teach one person to move outside of the collective consciousness and step into whatever works totally for them, I will feel like it's I'm a I'm a huge success. And I've done it for more than one person already. So um, you know, there's nothing wrong with the collective consciousness. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with what what's already out there. Mm-hmm. But what's already out there has us in the state that we're currently in. Right, right. Like Einstein said, the thought process that got us to where we are is not the same thought process that's gonna get us out of the problem or out out of the to the next level you have to be thinking bigger there you go and i'm going to tell you again i'm gonna i i just love throwing this out there but as an energy master making that connection within a meditate you know a lot of people will tell me oh those visualizations are not meditations call it whatever you want it doesn't matter i call it meditation but when i take those actual steps to make that connection and to step outside of the collective, because you can do that, you know. The silence mm. that you would think would be eerie, you know, mm-hmm. is not. There's a power in that silence outside the collective, outside of the hive mind, that is just amazing. Can you live there perpetually? Absolutely not. You're here to be human, right? Yep. You're here to connect with humanity. But sometimes there's times where if you can step outside of the collective and just be alone with your own power, you can shed some of the things within your human body that are creating that dissonance or that disease. And when you come back and, and, and move back into your physical body, not like you really get up and leave your body, okay? Like... But when you come back and move into your physical body, there's a new way of being that's available to you if Mm -hmm. you continue on that path. So working outside of the collective consciousness is amazing. And it creates some really amazing energy sessions. And, um, you know, and the truth is, since it is Friday the 13th, <laughs> there's an awful lot of divine feminine energy outside the collective consciousness. Mm, interesting. So, goddess wow. energy really yep, resides yep. outside the collective. Yep. You know, there's value in the collective. It brought us to where we are, right? But now we need to, exp- it's, it's like a comfort zone, right? The collective consciousness is a comfort zone. We need to push that comfort zone a little further now. Mm-hmm. Right, it's the dirty couch you got to get off. Get off of. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's a good one. It, right. I mean, you know, and, and there are people that are stuck. Right where they For sure. are. There For are sure. people that are stuck yep. where they are. That's why we're they here. Maybe they they may be stuck until the next time they come, or mm-hmm. the next time. Who knows? You know, when everything aligns, everything aligns, right? You know, the time and date and space that they decide to come back to this planet. Yeah. Um, you know, and then they get that perfect vibrational match. That's what it is, right? I have a different vibrational match than I might have in the last lifetime. That's yeah. the way I see yep. it, right? Like, so everybody is where they're supposed to be and everybody is perfect. Yes. Now figure out how to leverage it right right so there are people that are stuck but there are people that are not stuck and there are people who are here whose mission it is to help the stuck people you know isn't that the definition of the light workers there you go right that's that's our role that's why we're here right one 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 was it raison d'etre one reason for being it is that is to help the next Yes. The light. And, and, you know, what's really amazing about it is that, uh, you know, because a lot of people are like, well, I don't know what I could do. I'm not that special. I can't, I can't, I can't do this. I can't be that, Uh, you know, I'm in a family that doesn't allow or, Mm -hmm. or whatever it might be. But, you know, here's the, this is the boiled down absolute bottom line truth. 
you spread the light by walking in it. Yes. So here's a quote from Marianne Williamson. What is our purpose on this earth? It is to give and receive love. There you and go. that's right in line with what you said. You're where you, you shine your light and shine on. Um, shine on. So sometimes we get all hung up on do, right? I have to do something. But really, it's more about be. Be. Right? If you can be the light, then the doing takes care of itself. Right? Because it, it, it is about then how you react and, and you know, how you react to things. If you walk in the light, how you react is different than if you didn't. You know, like, uh, you know what? And before I'm, I'm going to hold that thought. Okay. <laughs> if anybody in the comments has a question or something they'd like to hear about, you know, go ahead and post that too. Okay. Awesome. Um, Q&A Q &A time coming up. Here, here. Yes, there you go. Now, here's the problem with holding that thought, right? Is that what was it? <laughs> I have no idea. Um, darn it. You know, that is that is also what it is. You know, when I'm in the flow, if I disrupt the flow, the flow, yep. <laughs> the flow we, stops. So the last thing I said was we get caught up on the do. And if you just focus on the be, the do will take care of itself. Oh, right. So, you know, I mean, okay. Well, I don't know. Whatever it, that was is gone. But if you think about it, you know, there's a, a lot of people say, like for me, for example, I love dogs, like major and the only thing is that the idea of rescuing dogs or or like i i know of a a, a chair <clears throat> all of a sudden throat what's going on all hello right. you trying to keep me from talking <clears throat> i know of a rescue organization that takes in senior dogs that people have literally discarded they either drop them off at the police station or yes, definitely giraffes, Wendy, most definitely giraffes. <laughs> um, but anyway, so the, this woman, she takes dogs that have been discarded, senior dogs, and takes them with love to the end of their life. However long that might be, a year, two years, six months, whatever it might be. I do not have the constitution for that. That would kill me. It would literally... I would die of a broken heart. Oh, you mean seeing how, how these dogs have been hurt and abused? No, losing a dog every two months oh, or something. I see. I, I would see. be heartbroken. Because they're, yeah, they're already near I, the end. I would be, I mean, I, I lost my last dog 10 years ago. And I was devastated for three years. Like, I would literally, like, it, it would break, I would die of a broken heart. But... Does that mean she shouldn't do that work? No. Does that mean I can't support those dogs? No. This is, I speak with my money. I actually only donate to dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what, everybody, what, what, I see everybody donates to all kinds of things. I donate to dogs. Awesome. That's what it is. <laughs> you know, like that's where hey, my, hey, my spare money goes. Let's let's do an episode on 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 dogs and spirituality. Oh, I, I know a couple of animal communicators. Uh, that would be and very fun. One of my favorite books is by Sheldrake. And the book is called Books Who Know When Their Animal When Their Owners Are Coming Home. It's fantastic. Rupert Sheldrake is one of these big, 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 big thinkers. He's a scientist, but he's like totally into the woo-woo. So um we, we got to do this episode because this is going to be, this is really good. This is going to resonate. What's what's his Rupert? His, Rupert Sheldrake. I hope that's kind of spelled like I think it is. Rupert Sheldrake. I put it in the comments. Okay. Yep, um, that's him. Oh, look at that. It comes up in two places. Anyway, I didn't, you broke up a little bit. I didn't catch what the name of the book was. Uh, the name of the book is Dogs Who Know When Their Owners Are Coming Back Home. They all know that. Right, right. But the ones, but here's a scientist that took great lengths to actually video and uh, prove this. Oh, and okay. 
So anyway, he's a scientist and he, he took this topic and he said- Well, because dogs can tell time. And they also know what their owners are thinking and doing. Of course they do. They also, <laughs> no, well, never mind. Uh, oh, we'll save that for the next one. We'll okay. save that for that. We'll save that for that one. Because dogs are connivers. And I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> and Joanna in the comments wants to remember that we have cats too. So if you like cats, the cats also have some of that, have a lot of that same, you know, energy. Oh, just uh, Pam said she likes, she likes what we said about just be. She's heard it before, but she'd forgotten. Well, yep. we should we should make a point of reminding people. Maybe that's a, maybe that's the way we sign off the show. So so today is the you know the first episode. Yep. Like we're feeling everything out, and I I think at the end of the show that's something we should say. And remember, folks, just be. Right. I love it. Okay. I love that. All right. Thanks, Pam. We'll remind you. We've got a tagline. There you go. <sighs> wow. Yeah. Dog. I love dogs. Bentley the dog is sleeping. That's what he does a lot lately. He's, <laughs> he's kind of old, so that's all right. He's probably sitting over there thinking how he's going to trick me into giving him some more snacks. <laughs> Sometimes I think he goes out on purpose just because he knows he's going to get a snack. I always give him a snack when he comes back in. My son does that with hot chocolate in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, so really, if you guys have a question or a thought, you know, please put it in the comments. I can't. Can you think of anything else on Friday the 13th? Oh, I know. I forgot about Friday the 13th, the, the horror movie. Oh, that's right. Oh, man. The whole, the whole I've franchise. never seen any of them. Paul said, let it be. Yes, he did. Speaking words of wisdom, let it be, <laughs> right? Um, I, I've never seen any of them. I saw, Nor have I. I saw The Shining and yep, I, I saw, saw one. one Freddy Krueger movie. I do not that see. Is it. That is it. That is it. I, I don't even know. I, I don't even know why I saw The Shining because I'm going to tell you that I read The Shining and I never read another Stephen King book again. No kidding. After wow. That. That, that I used to read it. a lot of his books. I just did not like horror movies. My my friends in high school and college, it was such a such a big thing to go see him, and just not my thing, right? And you know, it's really funny because, um, well, actually, it was my tax office, which I no longer have. But I, I always thought it was funny. So I know enough about them to know, like, I live in Crystal Lake, which is uh, Jason, the guy with the ho hockey mask right? It's from Crystal Lake. Oh, I didn't know that. Huh, yeah. Uh, what, what, which movie is that? I don't remember. You know, the one with the, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's from Crystal Lake. And at the time, my, <laughs> my tax office was on Elm street. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I lived in Crystal Lake, you know, with a, with the hockey mask right. guy. I can't, nightmare. Think of, I can't think of the name of that, but then Elm street, you know, nightmare on Elm street, Freddy Krueger. I'm like, geez. <laughs> So, yeah, so I've never, um, I decided when I read The Shining that my imagination was too vivid. That it was just too vivid and it was too much. You know, those things get, yeah. like, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you know, nightmares. I, I don't remember my dreams as a rule, but I know that I'm processing input. And I used to read before I went to sleep, right? Like that's right. how I would wind down to go to sleep. Yep. And then I would have freaking nightmares, right? Like, <laughs> and why? Because, and it, it's because all of that is just in there. And I'm telling you, the movie didn't do my imagination justice. Like my imagination took me to places that, Really, your, that your, movie could never possibly go. Your imagination was worse than the movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Most oh, oh wow. Most oh, that's definitely. great. So I. By the way, Jason I, with a mask. That is Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, it is Friday. Yep. Oh, we'll see. Yep. There you go. Friday. There you go. That is hilarious. Yep. So. Yeah, it's, I. I rem my son used to have one of those masks like on his dashboard. <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy. Um, yeah. So that that's never been my thing. You know, I I. 
I don't know. It, like Halloween. I've never seen any of the Halloween movies. I think I saw one. Uh, yeah, they're just not my... Right. Hey, uh, now that we're on the topic, I got a movie that um, that I saw just a couple, a few weeks ago that I really, really, really like. And the movie's name, the movie is called Kardec with a K, K-A-R-D-E-C. Hmm. And the movie is about the beginning of the spiritualism religious movement. So just briefly, um, it, it takes place in Paris and it's around the time where people are doing seances and there's a lot of charlatans and a lot of, um, you know, trickery going on but then there's the real psychic mediums it's when it's when like mediumship was really kind of becoming uh well known and popular and so the main character um his his taken name the name that he gave himself is kardec um but his real name and I've, I've forgotten his real name um it's a historical movie and he's a a school teacher that quits and wants to become a, a writer and one of his friends takes him to a um, a seance and he's like you know, going into that, he says, this is all bunk. I don't believe it. And then the media, the, the, the psychic says, tells him something that he had whispered to his wife the night before. No one could have known that. And he was just really, really shocked. And so he said, you know what, if this is true, then I'm going to take a scientific um, approach to this. And he interviewed a whole bunch of mediums and he asked them the same questions and almost to the word, they said the same things. And he was just blown away by this. He published a book on it. The book went out and became the beginning of the spiritualism movement. Fantastic movie. So does, is that what prompted you to write those questions? Yes, it is. For your book? So in my book, actually, it was a download. I'd seen the movie. And then one morning I woke up and I got a I got a download. You get a message, right? When you're, you know, between sleeping and awaking. Yep. I love that. Yeah, I do too. That that period of 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 the, the the day is just the most magical. And um the message was you need to do this for your book. I'm like, oh, oh, that's cool. Because my book handles a lot of topics, and I'm kind of, you know, I wanted to know this is what I this is what I understand about these topics. What what does spirit say? So I have a section to my book where I did exactly that. Um, thank you, Angie, for participating in that. Thrilled that um, you, you were, that, that you did, and that everything you said is exactly the same as what the other psychics said. That's just so amazing. That's, I mean, because, I, you know, when I read that list of questions, mm -hmm. um, and y'all will have to buy his book, I guess. <laughs> Coming out soon. It's the Woo Woo book. It's called the Woo Woo book. When I read that list of questions, I was like, hmm, I don't really like some of these questions. You know, I, I you know, because because yep. my mind is like, right. well, I feel strongly about this. Right. right. I feel strongly about some of these things. And, um, you know, as you know, by the answers I gave you, the, some of the short and very succinct answers given by Matthew were right. very truth, you know, cut right. to the chase, cut to, to the, the chase, point. two, two and, word and, answer, yep. and and really mirror the way that I feel, right? Yep. So so when I looked at it, I thought I, I don't know if he's going to like my answers when I give them to you know when I send them back. So I'm, I don't know if I want to do this. And then I thought about it, and I thought, no, this is you know, this is about me standing in my truth, mm -hmm. you know, and channeling the answers. Because because the truth is the answers that I get are my truth, right? I connect to my truth. Yep. yep. Right. Um, so this is about me standing in my own truth and and giving you the answers based on, you know, sort of my filter and the way I feel. Yep. So I love the idea that the answers that I gave you are you know similar or identical to the ones that you got from other people. Right. Which just goes to say that there's a there's a universal truth out there that's that we're all filtering through one way or the other, but that universal truth out there is it's real. I I would I I suppose and I don't know how you would I don't know how you would go about this. I know that there's other people out there that think differently than I do. Okay, I, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so I would be interested to see what kind of answers a person like that would give me. You know what? Sure. Give you. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I don't. I don't know how you would go about quantifying that. And 
and and the truth is you're connected to your tribe right so True. that tells yep. me that you know you got the same answers that i gave that tells me that you are We're part of same. my tribe right that's a really We're good part point. of each other's tribe yep. right because yep. we get you know similar answers so yep. i mean you know to your to your point if i went out and asked someone that was into like dark magic um those questions there would probably he probably channel some different answers absolutely I just think it would be interesting and not, yeah. not, I, I don't think they would be correct. You know, I no. mean, there is that thing in me that says I'm right. Right. <laughs> like, you know, I, I do understand the truth is subjective, but I yeah. also have a very strong connection to the light. Right. Like, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, and eh, for I, me, I, think, I am I, right. Right. Like, well, do you, so do you think there's some like, we're talking big picture now, some big picture truths that are universal. I mean, I don't think you're gonna get an opposite answer from what you said from someone else who is also tapping into the truth. Right, right. So the bigger picture. Yeah, so is that the, the bigger picture? Are, right. The, the people, you know, cause there, I mean, there have there have been books. I can think of one in particular, it's in, in, in a local crystal shop um and this particular medium and i'm not going to mention her name um but she wrote a book i had seen her like i actually had a reading with her and it was all crap like yes <laughs> don't you hate well, that well i mean it, i'm kind of accustomed to it nowadays but um but you know everything she said to me was it was just not right you know like it was just not right yep whatever I'm a, I'm used to that for myself, right? But she wrote a book that is was supposedly channeled information. Okay. Right. Yep. So so she channeled this information, wrote this book. Book is published. It's on the shelf in this store, and I thought, oh, okay. Well, I got to the book, and I picked up the book, and I went to lift the cover, and I was like, oh no, the energy. I'm an energy master. Right, right. Okay. The energy coming off that book was like sludge. No way. You can way. feel that. That's so cool. Way. So, you know, and the thing is, I am not a fear conscious person at all. Like no, I, I, no, I have no. pretty much zero fear conscious. Zero fear. Right? Yeah, I can tell. That's, uh, um, that's a good way to say it. it right, Joanna? Yuck. Um. <laughs> But what worries me is the people who are vulnerable to that pick that up and read it and use it as some kind of mantra for the way they move through life are really missing out hugely on human experience. Mm -hmm. Yep. It oh, I'll, I will. I will tell you. I will tell you, Nora. Hello, Nora. <laughs> I will tell you, but not online. Um, <laughs> right. We don't want to make any. Uh uh enemies in the in the publishing world at this point right. <laughs> <laughs> uh but i mean it was you know i i i worry i worry about people you, you know, know i guess i think that goes back to be the light though right right How, what do you do for you know people that get it wrong or you know darkness or or the, the sludgy it's, energy it's you be, you be the light that's right? all you can do right that, that, it's all you can do but you also can not react, right? You can True. not react because, and, and you can keep yourself in that state of neutral, which is free from assumption, judgment, mm -hmm. self-doubt, and fear. That's how I live in the state of neutral. That is part of my daily practice, neutral. Tell, tell me about that because I, those terms, um, I, I'm I'm a hundred percent with you, but I, I tell me about that day the 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 daily daily ritual part. That sounds really interesting. That might be oh, a good okay. takeaway. So, well, actually, if you go to my Facebook page, you'll see that very soon there will be a sign up to a planner, like, and you and you can see it all in the planner. But the ritual, I you know what, we're gonna go over, but that's all right. If you're all right with going over a couple of minutes, I, I'm, I'm all right. It's four now. I'm right here. All right. So this is what it is. 
is this the same as the observer mind? Is what the same as the observer mind? Um, what she's what what you're just saying about uh, being neutral? Oh, probably, probably, yep. right? Yep. I think probably. so. Okay, so I, I'm going to run it through really quickly. Just it'll give you a really good idea, and maybe you can connect to the energy of it. Um, so because rather than rather than gasho, right? I'll do this. Yeah. Yes, I think being neutral is the same as the observer mind. Yeah, I, th I think that's so, but you, you can, you should be able to actually, you can feel it. So this is what I do. I and my surroundings are filled with light to create a safe and sacred container from which to do my work. Only good comes to me and only good comes from me. And I give thanks for the many blessings and the healing that is about to take place within this container. In this moment, I invite all the guides, teachers, and angels who are necessary to the work that I'm going to do today to join me. And now I connect with my physical body and invite it to release all assumption, judgment, self-doubt, and fear so that I may be a perfect and open channel for the wisdom that is about to flow. Thank you. And so it is. I that love was it. really, really good. <laughs> right? Right. I <laughs> um jumping ahead of myself a little bit. I think we should put that as a prayer that people can download or or, or copy or, it's, or copy. it's it's in that planner that I wrote. So where okay. people could write okay. their they could write their own. So, so when when we do readings, we need to have a, a kind of an opening prayer or of of well, exactly what you just did. I mm -hmm. would love to take that and have that be mine. Absolutely, I would love yeah. everybody to use it. So it's yeah, fantastic. absolutely. Oh my gosh, that's just perfect. And the, the energy—I mean, you know—the the right. energy part of it is me, but you yep. generate that own energy for yourself. That's the mm. energy it generates for me, right? Mm -hmm. Like so, but if you it. connect to that. There is an energy to that. So that's amazing, right? Fantastic. Yeah, wow. that's really good. That's really this good. This was so much I know. fun. <laughs> I can't believe it's over already. I know. This just <laughs> whipped by. <laughs> and and we had people join us, which yep. was amazing. Yep. Thank you um, all for people, people that were watching yeah, and listening. For, for all of you that 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 joined us live. Um, and please feel free to share from the Facebook page or from the YouTube, from the YouTube channel, feel free to share because, you know, of course it's recorded. So anybody can listen to it. You can listen to it again. If you joined us late, you could go back in and listen in the beginning. Um, we are so excited. We are going to be doing this every week. We, we might have to adjust the timing a little bit, yep. but we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, but we will post it always you know, ahead of time so that, that, you know, um, also if you are a light worker in any way, shape or form, and that, and I mean, any way, shape or form, whatever that looks like for you, please feel free to reach out or pay attention to when we, you know, put the word out that we're looking for, for people to come on and join us. Cause mm -hmm. we would love for this to be a, a really beautiful open forum so that people can, Take what resonates with them and leave the rest. For sure, I I I would love to be able to connect with as many light workers as possible through this. And we want dialogue. We want questions. We want to um, share what you do with others. So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that, I yeah. I mean, that's the whole idea. So uh, we also will be uploading this to a podcast platform. So pay, you know, pay attention, stay tuned for that. I think the conversation uh, works well enough that you could listen to it, you know, in the, in the mm -hmm. radio, no, listen to it in the car on the radio, not in the radio on the car. That wouldn't work. Um, <laughs> thank you, Joanna. 
Um, so yeah, uh, thank you all for joining us so much. I'm so glad that, that we were able to connect with you. So don't forget, uh, Facebook lasting serenity, look at the events tab and you'll find the train ride with Matthew that's taking place on Sunday, the 22nd. Um, I'm really excited about that one. That's, that's, well, everybody loves a train ride. Like what's not to <laughs> love. Um, and so I think maybe there might be at least one or two people in the audience here that have, have participated, um, check out tarotgeek.com and join us Thank you. for, uh, at, uh, I might not be on that. I'll see. Yeah. That's one of our ride. scheduling things, but yeah, it's one of those scheduling things, but there's one coming up on the 27th. He's yep, got 27th. A, 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 a reading exchange, yep, two which weeks is always a lot of fun. Um, so tarotgeek.com or tarotgeek Facebook page. And then there's the tarotgeek Facebook group as well. Correct. And I have lasting serenity insiders, which I think everybody I saw here is in there. So, um, but please feel free to invite people or share. We really want to make 2023 like. This is our year. Blast off. We have a lot of plans. We have a lot of things, you know, in the works. And a lot of it, we want to be as collaborative as possible. So for sure. Once again, thank you all so much. Yeah. John, thank you for joining yeah, me. Thanks, like the idea thanks, of Angie. doing this on my own was not something that I wanted Likewise, to do. Likewise. I've yeah. Uh, you so know, we can go on and on about that, but this is great. This collaboration is just just hmm. and for me, it's much better if it's a conversation. Mm -hmm. I much prefer it to be a conversation. The the whole idea of doing a podcast and just talking. Just to hear, you know, I, I, I did that years and years ago and it was, holy cow, you get like, oh my God. Anyway, this is, yep, perfect. This is the right format. So, all right. Well, that concludes. Typically we will be an hour, but you know, I think it was worth it to go over a few minutes. Yeah. Um, so this is Angie saying, thank you very much. And, and John saying, just be, just be, thank you so much, everyone.